what's up, everybody? What's up? <laughs> we are pumped because this is the pilot episode of Hold On on to the edges. Yes, with Brisha Webb and Angel Lakita Moore. And I mean, we're just so excited because we are so excited for you to hear our conversations that we have on a daily basis. Okay. Daily. Like daily. We you wake me up. You're usually the first person that wakes me up in the morning. You know, if it's not me, she's watching The View. Okay, let's let's just keep it 100. Yes, because I love Whoopi. My she dog is losing it, so I hope you guys don't hear that. <laughs> I can hear him. He telling. waited until we said action. He was like, oh, it's my <laughs> turn, mama. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to play with the sock. That's just like I just heard Amar, my baby, screaming in the background, but I'm going to pretend like I don't hear him. Yes, the symphony of dogs turned up. It's wonderful. <laughs> so you guys, uh, obviously, this is your first time tuning in to this podcast because this is the very first episode. This will be a moment in history for everyone. Moment. Yes. Yeah. Um, but if this is your first time, make sure you all are subscribed to our podcast so that you can um, be notified when we upload new, okay, podcast new. episodes. Okay. And mm -hmm. uh, we're just so excited because we felt like the world was not, the world needed us. You know, they do. They, they need. They, a, they need us. They needed our voice on today's topics. Uh, they needed to hear what we have to say. Mm -hmm. so we, we are having our say. Yeah, <laughs> and you're okay. Gonna and you're gonna hear it. You're gonna take it to the face. And I feel like everybody has a level of funny mm -hmm. and real life girlfriendness, mm -hmm. but we just bring a little something extra to the table. You know, we're goofy, we're sexy, and we're saved. And man, and we have our edges. And we've lost our edges. Oh, yes. And now we are keeping our edges. Come and on. And we want to share those edge stories with you. Yes, and everything that makes us giggle and which could possibly make you giggle as well. Right. Amen. Yes. We just want to bring light. Come on. Light. Light to the world. So welcome to Hold On To Your Edges. And we want to start off every podcast with a little bit of a... Tina, I need you to calm down. With calm a down, surrender. Calming down, obviously. Yeah. Peanut is Brisha's uh, dog. Um, every time you, every she, time you have to the baby starts crying. But um, we want to start off every podcast giving you a little bit of melodies from heaven. Raining down on But we improv it, so it's different. It's different. It's different. We don't know what we're gonna do. No. And so since I have I have 22 people from what I call my immediate family, they're my Patreon um, members. Mm -hmm. They're actually watching us as we shoot this live. So I want them to give us a topic to sing mm. about. I'm gonna give them the first dibs and I'm gonna see who gives us a topic and we're gonna make up a hit, a billboard number one right now. A hit, yes. Off the top of our hit. So I'm going to wait for the Patreon people to give us a topic suggestion. And um, Brisha, uh, 
since um, you've got the vocals and you've got the the ma'am, ma'am, you will not talk about my friend like that. Perfect. We will not talk about my friend like that. I I do have vocals, but I know that you can set the mood off right. And we've got Uh. the perfect topic for you to sing about. And then I'm going to come in. Okay. When okay. I'll I'll take I'll take over after you give the funk that you're gonna give. And okay, because people don't know what you bring to the table. Oh, and I'm gonna bring and it. And it is a gift. It I'm, is a gift. I'm gonna bring it. We will bring that get tour for them. The topic suggestion. Ooh, we got two in and they're so good. So mm-hmm. now I'm gonna let you choose. Okay. And okay, I'm not even looking. Okay. The second one is probably more appropriate for the podcast. So the first suggestion was a song about chicken and waffles, which, uh, you know, I actually had two days ago. But the second suggestion, which I think is the one we should go with, is laying your edges, baby hair. Ooh. Can we? Absolutely. Can we? I feel like this is a slow jam. You're going to do a slow jam, R&B slow jam? I feel like it's a slow jam because you can't have any type of hurry when you're laying down the edge it has to be a a sensual movement come on give the sensual y'all hear my baby crying but let's just but don't worry about that come on i got you breach yes lay down your edges get your toothbrush handy Lay it down your edges. Maybe you got baby hair. I don't have any. Lay down your edges. Because people don't have edges to pull down. But you pull them down for everybody else. And maybe they can see your edges too. Lay down your edges. Lay them down. Your edges, you got down so strong. Yeah, down your edges. Don't let me down. down. That would be wrong. You got Get your toothbrush in your let's jam. Mm. Put the waves in your edges, make it the best you can. Let down your edges. Hey, sometimes they leave you when they laying down and call up like you're going back to Africa. Lay down your edges. Sometimes they're disobedient. Maybe get some hairspray on your edges. You might wake up on you, but you got to believe that they're going to lay down your edges. Lay down. Mm. and that ladies and gentlemen is perfection (laughs) yes i i love that note at the end the flat end the other Loved it. I loved it. I loved it. The people loved it. They were here for oh, it. Oh, thank you. Disobedient edges. Amen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gots to be glued. All of the things. Mm-hmm. They got to be glued. They cake up on you sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you got to believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Steve the edge. And, yeah. and, I, and the fact that we were able to do that via yeah. um, 
social distancing via Zoom. We aren't even in the same room to be able to vibe, but yet talent, talent, talent. Yeah, that was talent, talent. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, somebody said, come on, reprise. It might come back at the end. Don't, don't listen. Hey, <laughs> Let <laughs> down your hedges. It's a move, you know? Um, so uh, our first segment is mm. uh, what snatched our edges in pop culture, pop culture on Twitter this week? Mm. What got our yes. attention and made us go, oh, oh. Oh, don't listen, y'all. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I wasn't ready. I was not ready. <laughs> Let me tell you. So be in edges. Let me tell you. You already know who came for my edges and came for them swiftly. Okay? Stole them like a thief in the night. You hear me? Okay? It was none other than our best friend, Beyonce yes. Giselle Knows Carter. You already Talk about know. It. Okay? You know, <laughs> remix. I mean, she was just like, I could either give them the cure to COVID-19 or I could give them the remix. And I think she chose the right thing. The right thing. Absolutely. I mean, Beyonce's Mm -hmm. not a doctor, so we don't need her to do that. But what we needed her to do is what she did. Okay. To help me get these inches off of the wine that I keep drinking, the sugar that I keep eating, Mm -hmm. I haven't stopped twerking. Literally, I've been twerking. All day, all night. My mirror, my back hurts. I'm learning the dance. Queen bee, shamanamani. You know. This is the first time I've heard a remix where the Mm. person doing the remix has four verses. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, you know, me, being the person that I am, learned the song. And I had to stop after her second verse. I said, Beyonce, are you still singing? This ain't your song. And gave us melody. It is now her song. She gave us melody and she rapped. I just, uh, and then she, she reminded went, us why she married Jay Z. Oh, I got bars too. She said, <laughs> flames, 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 flames. What was your favorite? If you can't pull up your jeans. If you, if you can't pull, can't jump, jump that part in your jeans, baby. You don't feel my pain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't feel that pain because I'm very small. But I, I, I do act, I do act like I have a fat booty and I smaller jeans, you'll have to jump into them. Okay. If you don't jump to get them jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Oh, look, please don't get me. Write my name in ice. Come on. Listen, I can't argue with those lazy. I just raised my price is what she said. Okay. That's what she said. And she gave O to her mother, Tina. (laughs) Okay. You know, Who, who does that? Who? Who says, I'm going to be a boss. I learned it from my mom. Pause. Okay? Just, Listen, just, just let me tell you what. Guys. If my children don't eventually write a rap song to make me feel like a queen, I failed as a mother. That's what I feel. I need them to write a rap song. Yeah. Well, they know. Marcus, Marcus, little Marcus. He will eventually. It doesn't have to be a platinum rap song. It doesn't have to be anything that doesn't leave this house. But one day, I need for them to say something like that. Like, yeah. why am I so fly? Did you see my mom? She's the apple of my eye. Like, I, something of that sort. And I'd be just fine. Yeah. Just fine. We're going to make sure that happens. 
she snatched the hell out of my edges. Who, who and I'm sure she snatched yours because she's a dear friend. Um, I mean, very dear friend. Yeah. One of my closest. She's definitely you know, a part of my wedding party. Of course. All of Destiny's child as well. <laughs> All of the children of the destiny. Yes. All of the children of the destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, what, what else snatched your edges this week? Uh, please join this well, time this of social. Week, during this. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have been watching Money Heist. Uh, on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That yeah. has been snatching all of my edges. Uh, I haven't been able to get my life back. I just got to the second part when they made it out of the bank. <laughs> and what season do they make it out of the bank? Because we just started and I'm like, are they ever going to leave? Yeah, they get out of there. They get out of there and what I season? can't say anything else. What what season? I, I think it's, I'm at part two or part three. Season three? Or are you saying part like, I don't know. I think it's parts. I don't know. It's Spanish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mm. don't think it's season. Yeah. But I don't know. They, it's, it's, it's stressing me out. I, we started That's watching what's snatching my based, edges. We, we started watching it based off of your recommendation, and um, we had to turn off the, um, the subtitles because they didn't match up with what the people were saying, and it was pissing me off because it made me feel like I couldn't read. The subtitles wasn't matching up with... No, the subtitles don't match because this show, you guys, if you've never watched it, it's uh, done it's in, in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. So it's in Spain, Spain, Spanish. And I think the subtitles are giving the accurate um, translation of what they said in yeah. Spanish. But the voiceover actors that had to do the voiceover oh. American are giving more of the intention versus the exact yeah. translation. I'm watching the original. I'm watching it in Spanish. You're watching. I want some of the words. You're listening to them in Spanish. Yeah, and reading words. Oh no, no, I'm not working that hard. I got too many kids. Oh, she said. Oh, we're spoiling it for the people who. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, I mean, you asked what was snatching. That is, I have been up Mm -hmm. till wee hours of the morning. Yeah. Just drinking wine, watching Money Heist. Finish it so we can talk about it. Right. right um, that right. is what's been snatching my the other things like when are we getting out of the house safely? But right now it's money heist. I mean, yeah. I mean, COVID definitely is trying to take some people's edge. I'm not going to see. Okay, real quick is a is a, a sidebar. Okay, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you mentioned it at the the uh, opening of the show is that we've both gone through our own edge loss. Uh, and I think we should kind of, uh, give a little bit of that personal story before we go into our topic of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, I have had a lot of children. I am very fertile. Uh, wonderful mother, wonderful mother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, one of the postpartum symptoms I get, I don't get postpartum depression, praise the Lord, but I do get postpartum shedding in the form of edgeless, baldless wonder. Okay. Now what's so crazy is that my my beard and my mustache start to come in stronger, but my edges leave me. Okay. And I'm just shining about it. The sides. And, uh, I just had a baby, excuse me, uh, nine months ago, but my edges as if for those of y'all who are watching, you can see they, uh, they are fruitful and they are multiplying, but it was devastating every time I've lost my edges. And they came back. They came back. Come on, because the Lord is, uh, he, he yeah. 
Yes. He's uh, just, okay? He's merciful. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's mercy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did lose my edges as a young child wearing micro braids. And, you know, I used to have the Africans braid my hair. And have you mm. ever had the Afri- oh, well, then, yeah. micro braids mm. on you? Have you ever had that when you were in Boston? Uh, yes, yeah, because they, well, I'm allergic to synthetic hair. That's one part. Well, and then on two, they used they human hair out. in my hair. Oh, well, they was gripping for dear life on your edges. Oh, girl, they were getting my brain cells. They wanted yeah, my they thoughts, were, they were, my imagination, yeah. my dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Who, who gets the, they were braiding this hair, the hair that's Ooh. right above my your eye. Your eyebrow? They were braiding your eyebrow? Girl. And uh, yeah. surely, surely pulled it out. Surely that hair left. And I was over there. You could, like, uh, do a DJ, thicky, 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 right there. Because there was nothing right there. there. Just gone. Now, now uh, tell the people... How how did you lose your edges, Brisha? Oh well, um, I like I like the wigs nowadays. Now like the wigs. Mm-hmm. I like the wigs nowadays. You you can just change it up as much as you like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a situation happen to me where someone sold my wig on too tight. It was before mm-hmm. I learned other um, tools of a wig band and a lap. You know the bands and everything and. Mm-hmm. where I have graduated in my rigotry today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did have a summer where I just had a ball spot, a ball spot right mm-hmm. in the middle of my forehead, right there, mm-hmm. right where the, the roof, right where it goes. And it was bald eagle. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't like, it was just like, it was this big. Oh. It was as big as my pinky meat. Oh. And it was right there. No avoiding that. No mm-hmm. wig could touch that. No. Because you hit and it'd be, it was just like needles. Oh, it was tender. You, know, you can't put it. It was tender, tender uh, loving. I had to put into that okay. and air. Yeah. And so that was a hard summer for me. No braids, just a, a nice comb back with mm-hmm. a little sheerness right there of you pulled your own hair out, baby. <laughs> and there's nobody you can blame but yourself. I didn't do the sewing, but I didn't have the courage to tell the girl who sold it on for me. Right. Hair out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just had a horrible summer. Oh, but, but it wasn't a horrible summer, but I just a lot of hats, a lot of hats. Yeah, you had to do a little more thinking to try to make yeah. sure that like your little sunroof wasn't showing because yeah, that was nobody's business but your own. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you had to be tender with it. You got to be tender. I mean, and even when I have when I wear wigs too much, mm-hmm. you got to you can't be faking the funk with these men. You know, you got to take it off at night. Yeah, you got to let it. They be. know it's not yours. If they don't, then uh, they slow. They slow. You know, mm-hmm. you got to let them edges breathe because if you don't, as they're banging your head against the wall mm-hmm. with the wig band on, mm-hmm. guess what's coming out? Mm-hmm. Guess what's coming out? You know it. Your edges. Edges gone. Gone. Bye bye. Bye bye and sink. <laughs> bye bye in the sink. Mm-hmm. Bye 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 in the sink. So yeah. you can't do that. You can't have these wigs on twenty four seven because you harm yourself. Right, but luckily the Lord has restored us both. Praise we stand God. before you today, hoping that you don't make the same mistakes that we made. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lesson number one: speak up before you lose your, lose your edge. Now that is a word. That is a word. That, that is a word. word. That's a word. That is a word. One of the Patreon members gave us that word. Mm-hmm. Thank you. T and Harris, 83. You lose mm-hmm. your edges. A lot of times, 
ashamed to, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes, let, let, let me, we're going to digress a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes we are in abusive relationships with our hair stylist, okay? We, we feel like we can't leave them, okay? We no, hostage! Hostage, okay? And we know they ain't no good for us. We know that we would see more growth with someone who had a little more um, new training that was up to date, but we some people just have growing hands, ah. whatever that means. Yes, and some people don't. Some people know how to t- snatch your edges, snatch your length, and mm-hmm. we feel like we can't say nothing to them. We feel like mm-hmm. we can't say, "Hey, I don't think that's gonna work," because we got to worry about their feelings. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah. like I can't, I, 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 I can't. You know, because you don't want to leave there looking messed up. Come you know, on. you got plans. Listen. You know, most of the time when I have, when I get my hair done, I have plans immediately after. Listen, don't you? So like- I'm not trying to go see him or her or go to work with buckshot, buckwheat. Mm. Mm. She mm. mad. You have to, you have to massage the ego of the hairdresser. Don't you though? It's, it's really like dating a hairstylist, uh, not dating, excuse me. Sometimes your relationship with your hairstylist is like dating a man with a fragile ego. Yes, yes. And, and it's like, where was you last week? I see somebody was up in your edge. Exactly. Who I see somebody who? cut your hair. Yeah, who did that? Who did that? Who did that? And you just like, I, I did it well, myself. You got a new mm. 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 hair dry. Right. I wonder why. Then they got a down. Yeah, they talk bad about you. Like, it's just like, I don't know what people did to hairstylists before to make them sometimes feel so insecure. But mm. I, you know what? You know what? We need to buy your hand. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come right now praying for the stylists mm-hmm. of the world. And mm-hmm. we bind up this spirit of insecurity, God. We bind Hallelujah. Up spirit of snatching edges, mm-hmm. of sewing in weaves too tight, of braiding too tight, of not getting the mm-hmm. flat uh, iron, um, uh, the, 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 the straightening straight enough, dear God. We yes, bind up, drying out the it's hair, right. dyeing the mm-hmm. hair so so strong that it breaks mm-hmm. the hair off, dear God, because we, yes. we don't have time for that anymore, dear God. We are in yes, a season of new growth. Dear God. Of increasing growth, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're in a season where we want to have healthy air from the root to the tip, the shaft, all the way. Yes, rice water. Yes, rice water. Oh, yes. Come on through. With these stylists, dear God, that are uh, ruining people's lives, forcing us into cheap synthetic wigs because we got to hurry up and cover up what they messed up, God. Mm -mm. Hallelujah. Bind it up. Bind it up. Bind up these perms and hot pressed, hot pressed hair. You can't do both. Either or. Either or. You can't do both. Hey, hey, hey. Charging $300 and I leave out with a $25 cut from Fantastic Sam's. God, we we bind it. Mm Mm-mm. And we Blind lose it. tresses, we lose edges, we lose uh, uh, curl patterns, okay? Oh, Heavenly mm-hmm. Father, we re- lose the cuts. Mm. Mm. That leave you empty-handed, mm. lopsided and weak ends, uh, mm. my God. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. And uh, we thank you for all these things in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Brisha, what are you drinking? Tell the people what you're drinking. Before we move on, Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Nice. Yes. Is there a specific uh, brand? Region? 
Who? Mm. This is from the region of New Zealand. New Zealand. New winery. Zealand. What winery? It's Nubio. Nubi, Nubo, Nobio. Nobio. Mm-hmm. Nobio. Mm-hmm. Next, time, next time you have the bottle beside you so you can show them. Uh, I am yes, drinking what's actually a beer, but it's in a wine bottle. It's the only beer I drink. It's called Letterman's Frambois. You can see it if you're watching. Letterman's Frambois. When I used to work in a restaurant um, that was like famous for their beers, that was a beer that they were like, you would like this. And it tastes like fruit. It tastes like fruit. That, so good. That would, that would make me barf and have a headache in the morning. It doesn't, it doesn't taste like beer at all. It just tastes like carbonated fruit. I mean, drink. with the sweet. I'd rather a beer. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. I don't want that. And I'm like a dude. I want scotch yeah <laughs> okay so let's jump into the topic of the yes. day mm. many people have asked us this me and Bree should do a live on instagram on sundays to uh watch insecure together uh yes. it's a show that both of us enjoy Love. we have friends on the show and um mm-hmm. uh it's just interesting there's there was uh nothing when it first came out there was nothing on the air anything like it so we just want to support. But you see it. us. What do you see us? Yeah, being black girl magic. It was it's really great. Uh, but a lot of people when they watch our live on IG keep asking, "How did you and Brisha meet?" And uh, I thought, you know what? That's what we should do for our first episode, especially since you know, Brisha has a birthday coming up soon. I was like, we should keep it very us focused, Brisha focused. Yeah. Um, so we can like celebrate, you know, so, uh, let's take them back. What was the year that we met? Uh, was it, I want to say that was 2008, nine. It wasn't nine girl. No, girl. No, it was was like seven. Yeah, no, it was seven because you met me right after I got married. And I had just graduated from college. I was super successful. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, for those of y'all who didn't know, um, Brisha and I both were on the show ER, NBC's Iconic. ER, the iconic, iconic, the very successful. Um, mm-hmm. There was no other medical show that had had that many seasons until recently. Uh, Grey's Anatomy surely surpassed it. But at the time, they had more seasons. You were the first. Together. Yeah. The first, the first, the first. I started on that show in 2006 and was in uh, a lot of the that season. I, I think I don't know if it was season 11 or season 13. I can't remember how many seasons of ER there was, but I was in the last three seasons. It was 16. 16. Okay, so it had so to be 13. I was there. No, it was uh, season 14 is when I started, <laughs> okay. and then did several episodes we had our hiatus the hi- y- y'all know what a hiatus is is when you stop shooting and you got to break and i got married during my hiatus er is what paid for my wedding hallelujah praise god glory be to jesus i had just graduated mm-hmm. from school when i started er um and then i came back first job I, first job hey mm-hmm. man out the gate like i had just yes. moved up to la booked that thing i was like oh praise him um, so I uh, got married and most of the people in the cast, cause, uh, the way that show worked is like, because the show had been around for so long, it was like joining a family because people yeah. knew each other for years upon years. People saw folk get married. People saw folk have kids. Like it was a family. So even the I, background, actors. Yeah, even the background actors, even the actors that had no lines that were simply there to walk from left to right across camera. That was their only job. They mm-hmm. were family members. 
So I, uh, me getting married was something important to them. So they were fully aware. Angel got married. They, uh, you know, wanted to see the wedding pictures. So the season 15, season 15 was uh, starting. And I show up to work and I'm noticing faces that had never been there before. And me being a black woman, I definitely notice when I see another black woman's face that I ain't never seen there before. And that face was of Brisha Webb. <laughs> yes, I met you on the makeup trailer. Yes. The makeup and hair trailer. And yes. Angel threw me shade, actually. I didn't, I didn't throw you. He threw me shade. I was very excited to meet her because we have a friend in common. Uh, did we and not know that? No, we didn't know that, though. You didn't know that we had a friend in common. Callie, we didn't know that? No. No? Okay, because we did that the next, yeah, later on in the day. Because we're on set all day. Yeah. So I met her on the makeup and hair trailer. This is like one of my first jobs. Hey, Amar. Mm, my baby is joining us. Hey, Marcus. <laughs> And so um, I was just so excited to see somebody that was black and mm-hmm. was a you know a woman. I was like, "Hi, I'm Brisha. How are you?" And she was just like, "I was just like, hey." Now here, here's the thing. Here, here's like me- she was a veteran. She was a veteran. No, she was definitely the, a veteran. Let me give you the T T T T T T T. Okay, so when I started on ER, I was playing a nurse, Nurse Don Archer. Mm-hmm. Archer. It was kind of said to me through the grapevine. Well, no, it wasn't through the grapevine. It was kind of just said to me that like one of the other nurses who had been on the show from season one was being used less, less, excuse me, when I showed up. And while she never really, she didn't show me any shade about it, but like, she was like, it's obvious. I used to do way more episodes, but they kind of just replaced me with you like you are doing the scenes that I would have normally done and I was just like oh you know like I ain't trying to step on nobody's toes but like I said she was never shady to me so when I see a smaller younger version of myself I'm like oh darn are they about to do the same thing to me like I've only been here one (laughs) I've only been here one season like give me some time before you replace me so it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I figured out what role Risha was playing that I was able to like have some sort of like comfort in knowing, okay, we're, we're good. It wasn't like I was going to be shady to you. It was just, I was just like, oh my God. You were just nervous. Absolutely. Like, Are they and I'm all asking these questions. I'm like, you just got married? Oh, she just got married? Oh, so where are you from? I'm from Baltimore. You was born in Baltimore? That's right. what I heard. Oh, yeah. Like, I was just so happy to be there. Yes. And I was like, you could be my friend. But that that then I get creepy later. You can tell the <laughs> next part. We go into, we go on the set. Yeah. And, you know, in between the scenes, you know, like these scenes are so big, so many parts to it, and mm-hmm. they like take up most of the day. So yeah. we have a lot of time to talk. The cameras are changing and we're moving around to the camera's angle. And so in between talking, we find out that we have a friend in common. Yeah. And I went to Cal Arts and she went to uh, UC, UC Irvine. Irvine. Uh-huh. Yes. And so I was like, oh my God, well, you know, Yes. I was like, can you be my friend? <laughs> you're going to be my friend. I'm that person. 
I tell people to this day, I haven't done it in a while, but when I find a good person, I'm just like, you're going to be my friend, okay? Like we're in like elementary school. And I literally followed her around like I was her, I was like a little shadow. I was like, Angel, is this your trailer? Let me come in your trailer. Oh, I don't care about my trailer. I want to sit with you. So tell me about you and your husband. I'm Brisha. So tell me more. I'm your friend. And she's like, let me tell you about my boyfriend. He's a singer. Yes. 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 It was like. I don't know if me and Brisha would have become as close as <laughs> friends if Brisha wasn't so aggressive in her approach to our friendship. It wasn't I, I approached you like you was a dude. I approached you like you was my girl. Like I was like, so how I'm a court you is like this. Like I knew you were going to be my friend. Right. <laughs> like when we had the Baltimore connection with her being from Baltimore, me being born in Baltimore, I was like, okay, all right. And um, like I said, it was great to know that she was playing a doctor and not a nurse. And I was like, okay, good. Like, this is perfect, girl. We can both be on the show simultaneously. Yes. Simultaneously. Yeah. I'm going to be free. Mm. Yes. Yes. And then, yes, yeah, she surely, she sat her little small. I had never seen someone so tiny. That's what I was like. Uh, she's so little. I was like, where did they get on her clothes? <laughs> I was like they would have to sew two of those on for me to wear. But this is this is great. You so were tiny. No. You were tiny. No. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Um, you know, I, have the I was. To prove I was it. smaller. I was smaller because I had lost weight for the wedding. But then, yes. and I was like, she is like half the size of me, and I would just die if I, I like. I would have to kill myself and then like let my body. Cor- become a corpse to get as small as she is and she's just small. i'm five two i'm five two there's five two people who are thick and big and you were like i'm not i'm gonna be small and i'm gonna be this actress so the first time me and brisha actually hung out uh she oh God, her boyfriend you know your boyfriend came in town you were like this is brisha she's always like oh my god i think your husband would love my boyfriend he's you know he's this guy he's you know this he's from here yada 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 we we've got to hang out now mind you she don't know that my husband don't like he don't like nobody and i was just like okay so i had to go home and be like marcus so um brisha the the i met on set uh my co-worker she wants us to go out on a double date um marcus was like what i was like what's that (laughs) She wants us to go out on the double date, and uh, <laughs> I want you to go. So we went to. I'm dying. We went to the Elephant Bar in Burbank. I still remember. Oh, where exactly we went. Oh God. And luckily, our boyfriend at the time was just as much of an asshole as my husband. So it. Because he's Jamaican. Worked. He was Jamaican. Yes, he was Jamaican. So it kind of worked out because my my husband doesn't like guys with a lot of energy like it doesn't it doesn't really bother him bother him but if it's like in an intimate setting like that he don't want that much energy thrown at him because he's not going to reciprocate he's just going to look like a a jerk um but i don't know i'm I'm trying to think of when you started that is so good i'm so excited that you remember that i'm like elephant bar oh my god elephant bar in burbank we went out and uh so I don't know, we, like we started hanging out, like we would go to lunch together on set. I remember that's when you had the Honda, not the Honda, you had, had the, the Honda Accord. No, I had the Suzuki Esteem. Yeah, you had the Suzuki I still have my beat up Suzuki Esteem. Yeah. 1998 Suzuki Esteem. <laughs> Rest in peace, Aunt Wanda. 
She gave me her. She gave me her car. <laughs> Suzuki Steve. and I had my Toyota Corolla. Corolla, and, she, and it was new too. Yeah, it I was, was nice. Like, I was like, listen, I'm driving this thing until it just falls apart. Okay, and we started like kicking it and hanging out like I would come this is before I had kids so like I had freedom so I come yeah. visit you and Jessica at y'all's apartment um <laughs> <laughs> just remembered something Jesus <laughs> um, okay and then I would follow you to all of your shows so you remember when you had um the uh the the, for the, color the rainbow yeah for color girls and I stole Denora I said Oh, so you're Angel's sorority friend? I'm going to be your friend, too. I'm going to be your friend. I'm Grisha. We all going to be friends, okay? I, I, said, I just loved you in this. Uh, for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. And, yes, the most depressing play oh ever. Oh, my God. If you just want to slit your wrist, this is a great yeah. show to do it, too. It's like the soundtrack. Yeah of it and Brisha sure enough showed up she showed yeah. up she was just like I'm coming I'm gonna show up I'm gonna be there yeah running 99 seat theater if it was 99 seats it was it no it wasn't that it was probably it was maybe 20 a seats. solid like yeah 30 maybe <laughs> um, and we would uh do things like go work yeah. out together and yeah like all that LA stuff Oh, day drink, lots of day drinking. Uh, one of our best day drinking stories. Oh, at Denora's house. Oh, yeah, it was the summer, so we were on hiatus yeah. yet again. Me and Brisha went and worked out. Saving all morning. her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We went to work out that morning, and then we had grapes for breakfast. That's all we had. Grapes. With some grapes, because we were going to be fine. Um, so was already skinny. But I was like, yeah. but I wanted to play along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. So we went to Denora's uh, apartment, and at the time she had pool. She was the only one of us that had a pool where they lived. Yes. Um, she was and rich. So uh, Denora at the time was a bartender. And yes. So she could she, make really good drinks. She made really good drinks that you didn't realize had as much liquor in them as they did. And yeah. we sat out in that pool all day. Drinking. Heat. Heat, heat. No more food. We just, we just kept getting louder and louder and louder. <laughs> Very loud. But we were so loud and so drunk and just having really what felt to be meaningful conversations about like what we wanted and out of men and, and, and dating and relationships and sex and all of that. And, oh, excuse me, I'm hitting my mic. All of that. And that all culminated in us going into the Norris house and, and dying everywhere. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what disease we had. That's it felt like we mm. were diseased the way we were thrown. We were, we, we had Corona. <laughs> yes, <laughs> corona had throw up as a part of a symptom. And, and poop, we would be number one. I threw up in my Yorkies doggy like bag, the bag that I carried her in, her carrier, I threw up into that because I didn't want to get throw up on Denoris' couch. Literally was like, Bleh. it was so bad. I was like laid out on Denoris' bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. And Risha, apparently she didn't, really didn't know my husband well enough. She called my husband Marcus. 
I did. And was I like, did. Angel got sick. We were drinking. That is the last person <laughs> that anybody should call if I've gotten too drunk. No. I didn't want my friend to die. <laughs> you should have let me die. You should have <laughs> let me die. Because the ass whooping I got from him, the, the, the lashing, the tongue lashing I got from him. Well, first of all, he didn't take you home. He oh, took you home later. No, he, I had to drive took, myself home. I had to, had to drive home. Up. Right, because you wanted to save yourself. He <laughs> drove me home. And he had that nice Audi with them cream leather seats. Mm-hmm. And he said, let me tell you something. You throw up in my car. I'm a, he didn't say I'm going to beat your ass, but he said everything but. He said, I'm going to throw you out in the trash. Do you understand me? I was up there like, I was like, can you pull over? And he would not pull over. He would not pull over. It was awful. It was the worst 20 minutes of my life. He was not here for our foolish. He was like, y'all dumb. Who the hell drinks that much on an empty stomach? I knew. I, Marcus just wouldn't have seen me until 10 o'clock at night when I sobered up. He would have never yeah. known. He would have called me. He would have thought I was abducted. He would have thought somebody like kidnapped me and possibly did some really dangerous stuff to me. And I would have let him think all of that before I would have told him. Oh, no, I got drunk on my day off and all I ate were grapes. And for some reason, <laughs> I didn't know that you could get sick the same day you drank. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we gotta eat more. We gotta eat more and drink more water. We didn't know that, and we were dehydrated. Yeah, yeah, no, he he was so mad, and even still, like when as I'm not sure if y'all can hear him, he walked by me just now and heard us starting that story, and he was like, "Stupid!" Like, (laughs) (laughs) good old Marcus, man, good old Marcus. He's still just furious about angry. That was like such a bonding moment of just how drunk we got um which also reminds me of when um we went to vegas for your birthday which birth well i'm not gonna make you put your age out there a couple a few years back oh that birthday in the house oh my god yeah oh wow i smoke too much brisha (laughs) decided to have this like epic birthday situation where she I think like, I was well, turning I'm, 30 or something not was it I guess it I was so. no 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 maybe now that I think about it maybe um no yep yep no 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 I'm sorry I don't know why I keep going back I think you were and so she decided to rent a house in Vegas now uh, at this time, we had never had anyone watch Little Marcus overnight. That's my oldest son. He's uh, 10 years old now. And um, I can't remember how old he was then. And I was like, we got to go to this. We got to go. And so me, my husband, and Wendell, we drove up to Vegas just to go out with you all that night. And I you recall... Know. Going to a strip club. You went to a strip club. Oh my god! You don't remember? Going to a strip club? Yeah, now I do. <laughs> oh god! And I wanted to fight. 
I don't remember you wanting to fight, but I remember it was like the most boring. We were just kind of the most boring experience. section, yeah. and women were coming up and was like, "You want to? Does anybody want to dance? Does you know anybody want to laugh? <laughs> Anyone want to dip dance?" And, and I'm trying to like, I'm I'm not that chick. You know, there are women that are like. Yeah, me and my me and my boo, we go to the strip club all the time. You know, it's cool. I'm not that woman. So yeah. when the woman comes up to Marcus and is like, she's having a full blown conversation. Yes, that that's what she was doing with my ex at the time. Yes, and that's why I wanted to whoop her. <laughs> I was just like, but then in the same in the same token, I'm like, but that's that's literally how she makes her money. We're at her yeah. job, and so I, I think she thinks that we're at her job for her to do her job, but I'm like, no, I'm not here for you to do your job, okay? I'm here for you to go on somewhere. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's time for me to go because I'm going to yeah. look like the stupid one being upset that somebody's talking to my husband at a strip club, and we at right. a strip club together. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was in it. We literally drove back. I, we drove up to go out with you all, and we got back on the road at like and drove back two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, so I could get back to my child. I surely did. I love you guys. I love you guys. You know that's what that's what friends friends are for. But I feel I love them. I feel like you made up for that at uh, (laughs) last year's birthday party of mine. Oh, yeah. It. They literally did a probate show at yeah. my birthday party. They called themselves Angelus, okay? Angelus, they, had a, yeah. they had a chant, they had a step routine, and they had choreography. And my love language, you know, I say it's words of affirmation, but it's truly performing arts. That's what my <laughs> love language is. Give me a, a five, six, seven, eight. Okay, dedicated to me. Yes. Like I said, I want my child to write a rap <laughs> talking about me. Mm-hmm. This is my love language. And when I saw like eight or ten of my girlfriends, all like all wearing different splashes of red, ready, I was like, oh wait a minute, these hoes didn't practice? Like what? Whoa, 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 whoa. We had rehearsals. We had rehearsals. Oh, yes. Just last month, I was watching the rehearsal footage because uh, Anissa sent it. And I was just like smiling. Oh, oh, that was like me driving to Vegas just to go to a a, a janky strip club was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that birthday. But we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of bad hairstyles. We've been. Bad bad first weaves. Oh. We used to go. Yeah. Yeah, Brisha had when I first met her. Let's talk about that hairdo. Let's talk about that hairdo real quick. Well, let's talk about that first hairdo that you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them, yeah. tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them about the beehive. She it was, was a beehive. A part of the beehive, Beyonce's beehive. It was already a part of it. Well, what had happened was, what had happened was, I was on this musical movie called. Uh, America. High school musical movie called American, American Mall. Mall. Mm-hmm. And I, you came to the premiere. I was there at your premiere. And everybody thought you were Monique. Uh, what's the name? <laughs> yes, they did. I'm like, I am a whole foot taller than a whole foot taller from than, the high school yeah. musical. But thanks. It's because I had on that shiny short bob. They were like, uh, uh, Monique. No, so sorry. <laughs> no, no, so sorry. Yeah. Uh, but from the movie, I had this cute curly weave that looked like it was growing out of my head. Mm-hmm. And I used to go get the hair from this one shop, Superstar Hair. And 
it was like a one of a kind curl. It looked like your curls. It looked really natural. It looked like how I would want my hair to look when I curl it up. Mm-hmm. Now everybody got it, but it was just this one store that had it. So of course, by the time I needed a new one, I booked the job ER with this hair. And I remember John Levy going, you're just so beautiful. I remember, it's like, I fell in love with this woman in Baltimore. John Levy is the casting the director, casting of, director ER. Go ahead, of ER. And he was like, she had your same hair, the coils and the color. And I was like, yeah. So what I had this amazing idea was that I was going to go get it redone for my first day of shooting. Right. I went back to Superstar Hair and the hair was gone. Like they didn't even know when it was coming back. Mm. And I was so stressed. And I remember calling every store asking for this type of texture. And I went to, I didn't know much. Now I'm a connoisseur of it because everything that could happen to hair in black girl magic life has happened to me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know much. So I went to his and hers and I could, they convinced me to get this coily mess of a curl hair that looked like a jury curl grandma wig. There, there we yes. go. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I went to get it done uh, and by the same girl. And she gave me, with these curls, it was like the width was like this short. Uh-huh. It was like maybe, what is this, like three inches high? <laughs> yeah. And it was this all around my head. It yeah. just, it didn't move. It didn't do anything. It was just a fro, a it- curly, tight Bro, I looked like I was 70. <laughs> yes. She had a like, woman behind of her head. Yes. All around, it's a conference. Like, I would move to the left, the wig would move to the left. Mm-hmm. This was not like the curls that I had that was like, and we're free, and we're fun, and we're sexy, and we're youthful. Those were gone. Yeah. That's who they cast. And what I- they got at the first day of filming was a 70-year-old beehive curl that looked like and I, I walked in and I remember John Stamos was like oh I want to just put my pin in it and he kept poking <laughs> it I was like can you stop poking it he's like it's a beehive like still to this day he calls me beehive Brisha <laughs> still this day Uncle Jesse when you told me calls me beehive Brisha for that Brisha paid I paid so much money for that hair hundreds of dollars for the hair in the hundreds hair. Hundreds. It was like a thousand dollars. Yeah. For the whole thing, the styling. I mean, they got me. They got me for every cent I had, and I didn't even have cents. I was still working at Costco. (laughs) Were you working at Costco when we are? (laughs) Because I didn't know how to quit. Listen, I was I was a delivery woman while I was on ER. I was delivering food for a restaurant and tutoring children. Oh, and don't forget that you were typing. You were typing uh, closed caption. I quit. I used to have a job typing yes. closed caption as a mm-hmm. side hustle. And when I tell you, I should have known then I was dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle. I would have to listen to the same scene about 20 times to get all the words. I'd be like, no, mm-mm. that's not what she said. She said, no, I can't go to the, no, I can't go to the <laughs> She said, let me go back. Every time I came to your house, that is what you were doing. 
I was like, I was like I, just quit. I, just I bought, quit. I even bought the expensive pedal because they use a pedal so that you're not like having to press like uh, rewind. So, mm-hmm. No, no, no. You tie everything, but like to rewind and fast forward the footage, there's a pedal that you can use that will rewind and fast forward. I bought the pedal. I made it through one episode of um intervention that was the show yes, that I was- that's because that's the one where we first saw the <laughs> we saw that for the first time yes mm-hmm. i was doing the closed caption for the show intervention i made it through one so episode depressing. and i was like hey guys i need to quit <laughs> i was like i i uh i can't this isn't my calling yeah, this is I, really, I should have known then I was just like, because I was getting the people's words jumbled up in my head. And I was like, do I need to type out? He said, huh? Or do I don't need, do I not need to type out, huh? Let me put huh in there. Let me see. <laughs> I had so many. I remember I was installing computers at Target's warehouse, not like the regular Target stores and not like a regular computer. I'm talking about like a mainframe, heavy ass computer. And you do that at the night shift. So I was going into work at like 1 a.m. I didn't know this job. Yeah. What oh. job was what? I when did you have time to do that? At 1 a.m. Yeah, and it wasn't close. And we had to drive about an hour, 45 minutes, something like that. Who did you go with? Uh, one of my old classmates from UC Irvine, me and him, because the job was actually offered. Wendell is who hooked me up with the job, and he actually offered the of job course. to Marcus. And he was like, I'm not going to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. Because it was literally, we only had to work, I think, four or six hours, and it was like $500. I said, I can do it. I don't have anything to do. I'll go install some computers. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. All the random jobs. It took me forever to be like, Okay, I don't, I don't need to do it. And then with me having kids now, that's the only thing that really keeps me from having random jobs because I would know how to. Do something. You tell Angel, oh, you got some time. She's gonna figure out how to fix fit something in. You see, this podcast is happening because we got, I got some time. You were like, let's do a podcast. Okay, all right, I got it. Let's. I didn't even want to ask you because I was like, she's got so much going on. She was but. like, you already got two. You already got so many podcasts. I said, listen, Kev on stage got five podcasts. I only got two. We can add another one. It's fine. We can do this. I was like, it is a okay. I'm gonna figure it out. We'll just put it into the schedule. It is. It is just okay. Yeah, we we have definitely. Oh, I didn't mention my terrible hairstyle. Years ago, I cut my hair off, okay? Because I said, you know what? I just, I want to experience what short hair looks like. And I was thin. So I was like, if I'm going going to have short hair, I got to do it when I'm thin. Because I don't have the head structure that when I'm fat, that I can wear short hair. So when I first got it done, it was actually quite bomb. But then I um, started to let it grow out. And when I go back to look at pictures, I look (laughs) at that dead Yorkie that was sitting <laughs> on my head. My God. My it was God. just, if, I mean, if that York, if, if it could have barked, it would have, because that's what it looked like. <laughs> I that, that I legitimately took and was just yeah. like, it's my hair. It's fine. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I thought it was okay to, yeah allow myself to go out there I would just slick down my edges and just let this raggedy poof because I was growing out my head so the front the the top was just getting longer and longer and longer because I wasn't re-relaxing it 
No. no. Well, I mean, we've all gone through it. Like I did that. I had the Eva Pickford haircut mm-hmm. and it was great during the summer when I was home and I went to Raji's Ota International mm-hmm. and he would cut my hair and style it and it was blonde and it was cute. Yeah. But then when I went to college, I thought I could do the wash and grow, wash and go. And God showed me <laughs> that that was not, <laughs> that, was that not- wasn't my, that wasn't my heritage. Yeah. You can, you can wash and you're going to go somewhere. Yeah. But let me tell you, it ain't going to be pretty. It's not. So it's I, not. I've thrown away most of, most of those pictures. Well, uh, I hope this gives you a little more <laughs> insight on where this friendship started and where it's yeah. going. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll avoid, um, we'll avoid any more terrible hairstyles, at least terrible hairstyles that we paid for. We might do our own terrible hairstyles here and there, but yeah. hopefully we'll be We're we'll, we'll guaranteed to look different every time. Every time. Don't, don't, if you're memorizing me off of my hair, you're not going to know who I am. You're not mm-hmm. going to know. Now, um, here at the end of our podcast, we will usually be doing a segment called Hey Sis, where we allow one of our listeners to ask us a question, uh, whether it be for advice, whether it be be for their hair, whether it just be for just life in general. And we give our, this is basically what me and Brisha do with each other. We call each other. Because I used you today, didn't I? Didn't I use you today? Sister Angel, didn't you bless me today? You blessed me today. She said, Angel. Yes. She's like, hey, sis, I need your advice. (laughs) I do. So we're going to let you get a little bit of what we give each other when we call each other up and be like, hey, sis, I need to to talk to you about this. Uh, Mm -hmm. What what exactly do you think on this? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas in... um, you know, Brisha, uh, she's got all the style, all the makeup advice I need. And um, I'm able to give Brisha like an angle of what really shouldn't be important to her and what should be because I've got four kids and I have narrowed my life down to is this important or no? And and she keeps me grounded. Yeah, keeps I, me grounded. I try. You know? Keeps me in check and keeps me grounded because Hollywood can be a little crazy. It can be a little crazy. So since this is our first time and we don't have, you know, we're just now getting our listeners and you call mm-hmm. and I'll give you all a, um, you all can DM us. The DM yeah. me. You're not going to get through to Brisha. D, uh, no. or tweet us. No. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Tweet us. Using the hashtag, hold on, I'm going to tell you which hashtag to use. That way we'll be able to find you. Hashtag H-O-T-Y-E for hold on to your edges. Use that hashtag and uh, we will answer, potentially answer your question on the next podcast. But since we don't have a question, we're going to close this out with what advice would you give people, Brisha, during this time of quarantine and self-isolation and social distancing? Oh, the advice. This to, is one piece of advice. What? One piece of advice. To just love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I've been practicing. You know, mm-hmm. all the snacks are available, praise God, to us. <laughs> and I've been eating every single one of them. And I've, you know, I eat my feelings. I like to eat snacks. I, I feel I'm productive some days. I don't know what's going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. But one thing I can control is my language and my dialogue that I say to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, my hair isn't getting professionally done. Mm-hmm. My nails aren't done. What I do to make myself feel better, I can't do. Mm-hmm. So with this time and being in isolation, I have no kids. I have dogs. I don't have a man, but that will change soon. Amen. Amen. And God's divine timing. Mm-hmm. The Amen. But in the right time, but I also am practicing self-affirming myself and positive thinking and being nice to myself. Good. So that's my piece of advice. Be nice to yourself. Love yourself. Listen to Savage Remix. Twerk for yourself. Uh You know, do something for yourself every day, whether it's a bubble bath, a shower, brushing your teeth, Mm -hmm. (laughs) simple things. Yeah. Do it for yourself. Um, my piece of advice would be stay connected when you can be connected. I know not all the time um, it's possible. Sometimes you just need some me time. But when you have the opportunity to connect with people, you know, via the interwebs, since we can't really mm-hmm. see folk, um, do it. Uh, we are people that we thrive off of our connections like this, this would you know that's one of the things that make us tick as human beings and yeah. I mean yes I, I do feel actually very blessed that I have all these kids because I do feel like I get a connection to someone every single day but I also try to make sure that I'm connecting to my friends and just checking up on them or just you know even if it's not even a a deep conversation, which it doesn't have to be. It can be just literally a superficial conversation to be like, did you hear that song that, BJ, uh, that uh, Beyonce just dropped? Even if it's just that, making sure that you're connecting with um, people. Like we, yes, we're supposed to be social distancing, but we don't have to be alone all day to ourselves. Um, because yeah, we need each other. Like they say, we're all in this together. So um, while you're loving on yourself, like Brisha says, make sure that you're allowing yourself to love on other people and them love on you in a healthy social distance manner. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good, sis. That's good, friend. Well, guys, we'll be back next week with another episode of Hold On. Hold On. To your edges, and uh, yes. we want to. Hopefully, we snatch them, but we put them back. And nice. yeah, 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 we're nice. gonna put them back. Lay them back down. And uh, happy early mm-hmm. birthday to Miss Bruce Webb. May 6th is approaching. Yes. So make sure you all are sending her all the love at Brisha Webb, B-R-E-S-H-A-W-E-B-B across all platforms. So make sure you all are wishing her a happy birthday on May the 6th. Is it the sixth? Your morning? birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, your I'm birthday. Sorry. I'll be here for your birthday now. So <laughs> oh, the Lord said, no, you don't need to go nowhere. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll be back next good. week. Another shout out to our Patreon people who actually yes. sat in here with us. Listen, Thank I got a lot you. of people and we are shooting this late, but they hung late. on it. Thank you guys. Again, if you want to be a part of my Patreon so that you can watch these episodes uh, as they're yes. being shot. They won't always be done late, but um, to uh, work within Brisha's schedule and to have my... <laughs> <laughs> to work within Brisha's... I did. I, uh, but I, I try my best to get my things together because yes. I'm not trying to ruin Angel's schedule. Angel no. has a very tight schedule. 
I no, I try to I try to hereby, but you know, I try to make sure I'm taking care of other people when I tell them it's a certain time. I want to make sure I'm respectful yes. of their time. So it won't always be this late, but I do appreciate you all that uh, stayed up until one a.m. their time. Some people it's two a.m. Yes. right now, and they are Thank out here you, kicking with Erica Williams. So uh, yeah. If you want to be able to watch this live, make sure you join patreon.com forward slash that chick angel for only $5 a month. And uh, we're excited to do more. If you got topic suggestions, you can also send us that via the hashtag H-O-Y-T-E on either uh, Twitter or Twitter. Yep, just do it there. <laughs> All right, you guys, y'all be blessed. And uh, we'll be snatching your edges next week. Next week. Bye.